anything can happen now. Like I said earlier, we're not, we're not underdogs in our minds now. You know, I think that we had a really uh, inexperienced group coming in this year. And as the season's gone on and as we've gotten, you know, nine, nine more games of varsity experience, I think that that's really helped us. And that's given us a lot more confidence and feeling like we can finish out some of the games that we didn't finish out earlier in the year. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. We've got an awesome episode for you today. Fantastic. The high school football playoffs are here. We're back. We're ready to go. Robert's back from a beautiful wedding ceremony in Arizona. That's why we took the week off last week. And, man, just great. Great matchups on Friday. We've also got Central Xander Jarosh coming up here real soon. It was a great interview with Xander. He's He's got some things to say. He's a believer in his own team, as he should be. And uh, Robert and I are also believers in the tribe. So looking forward to sharing that interview with you guys here momentarily. But first, Robert, how's it going? It's going great. I'm um, looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to some high school football, some playoffs. Yeah, it's going great, as always. Um, good time in Arizona. Come back, and the wind's blowing 80 miles an hour. I forgot what that was like for a couple of days. And, you know, some people live – or my buddy lives in Arizona. He used to live here, and he definitely doesn't miss that just perfect right there this time of year you know perfect weather yeah arizona in october that's the best time best time. you're an arizona guy i know you're big you're big arizona guy you i love arizona there, right i love arizona spent many many times there i think the last time i was there and in october watched sam darnold just take it to the old herm devils in tempe Tempe, if you're if you're from Tempe and you're listening, um, yeah, I, I do love Arizona though. Need to get back there soon, real soon. Well, let's talk some high school football, where I'm sure wind will play a factor at one of these games on Friday. Let's run down 4A. I know Robert is headed to Pine Bluffs for the 1A nine man first round for the Hornets and our guy Stu Lairwick. I'm. I'm jealous of that one, honestly. I'm frankly a little bit upset that I can't go to that game. But let's run down the matchups real quick here at 4A. We've got Sheridan, who's our number one seed. They're taking on Central and our man Xander Jarosh. And we've got Rock Springs hosting Kelly Walsh. East and the Thunderbirds will welcome Campbell County. Campbell County, big group of dudes, big guys, big camels, just like a camel. And then uh, the 4-5 matchup, That's this is where I'll be on Friday. Natrona County hosts Thunder Basin. Whoo! Excited. I'm very excited. Which of those games, though, intrigues you the most, Robert? You know, to be completely honest, um, 
Rock Springs. I think Rock Springs is going to pull away from Kelly Walsh. Uh, sorry to your, your your Trojan boys up there. Um, Camel County and East. I think that'll be good, but I think I think the Thunderbirds will, you know, find a way to just pull away comfortably. Natrona and Thunder Basin. I think. I mean, I I do I do believe that Natrona could pull away from that game. Um, I, I think Natrona could win that game by a good margin, you know, uh, comfortably. And I think Central is going to give Sheridan a run for their money. Xander Josh, he said it all. He laid it all out. They're going in there. They don't think they're the underdogs. Everyone thinks they're the underdogs. You know, Sheridan, they're the one seed, eight seed. Maybe they're looking down a little bit. Who knows? You know, I think Central is going to have Sheridan run for their money. Maybe, maybe, maybe things will start going Central's way because you can't have bad luck the whole season, right? You definitely would think that some of the luck would swing back their way. They've got you know, the momentum from their win in their end game against Laramie. Central's got a lot of talent, just a lot of really good players on that team. They just haven't translated all of that talent into wins this season, but they've been close in a lot of games so far this year. So I think you're right. I think they're definitely going to give the Bronx a run for their money and would not be surprised if we saw a one versus eight upset. If Central was on the other side of the upset this season, they uh, pulled the Kelly Walsh and come out victorious. Honestly, yeah, poor Kelly Walsh, man. They're they're probably going to get, you know, a nice ending to their season in Rock Springs. East Campbell County, that was a great game earlier this year, and I'm sure it'll be another good one, especially with Cam Hayes under center for the T-Birds. I'm excited to see what he's got in his playoff debut. He was impressive against Kelly Walsh when I saw him two weeks ago in his first start. So looking forward to that one. And then, of course, I mean, we've admitted it. We're drinking the orange orange drink, the orange Kool-Aid in Natrona County. I'm looking forward to that one against Thunder Basin. They took it to him in Gillette just a few weeks ago. So this time it's in Casper. I'm sure the Bolts will want to, you know, maybe show them a few things that they didn't show them in Gillette. And maybe maybe they were holding something back. I don't know. But in Toronto County, they, they've got all their guys healthy. How's that practice today? They look real good. They look in sync. They look like a team that's ready to play. Uh, Coach Harshman has a little extra pep in his step which I think that's probably dangerous for the rest of the state with Harshman roaming on the sidelines and feeling good and feeling confident in his team. So I'm looking forward to that one on Friday. That's, I mean, I'll be at that game, but that's probably the one that I'm intrigued the most because it has the most possible different outcomes. I could see that a range of outcomes in that one, but I think all of them end with the Mustangs on top. So looking forward to that one. You're going to be in Pine Bluffs for their playoff opener. Tell, tell me about the Hornets heading into this game on Friday. You know, Pine Bluffs playing Riverside. They beat Riverside um, pretty handily earlier this season. Uh, I think it was 30 to nothing, if I believe. Um, I could be wrong on that score, but either way, 
it wasn't 30 to nothing. I think it was 50 something to six. So, you know, but it's different. It's, it's the playoffs, different mentality. Um, kind of why I'm, uh, kind of why I have some faith in central, you know, but one thing that's interesting about Pine Bluffs and I try to confirm this, I'm not entirely sure if it's true, but I'm, I'm almost certain that it is true. I don't think they have trailed in a game. I don't think they have trailed at all this season. I don't think they have been losing. I think they may have been tied, but I do not think that they have been trailing in a game this season. So, you know, that's pretty impressive, right? They've outscored their opponents. I'd have to do the math. I'd have to go back and do the math, but off the top of my head, it's um, 400, about 400 to uh, 60 or something, something crazy like that. Um, Yeah, this Hornets team, they're meshing really well. They're really good. They're just really good all around, have a lot of studs. They're just going out there and doing their thing every week, every week. Not one week off. They just are out there every week just playing their best. I just double-checked for you. Pine Bluffs beat Riverside 30 to nothing. I think the closest closest game they had all season was against Shoshone 34-25. They were only up only 27-25 at one point in that game. Yep. So, I mean, they're a wagon. They're a wagon over there in Pine Bluffs. I, a couple of weeks ago, I was at uh, the UW game in Laramie, and I saw a crew of folks wearing Pine Bluffs gear. I wanted to go up to them and talk to them about Stu Lairwick, but uh, I chickened out. Chickened out, but that they they've got uh, they've got state support traveler travelers. Anyways, oh, yeah. Was it was it before the scrimmage? Was it the UW basketball scrimmage? They might have been there supporting Hunter Thompson. No, uh, that would that would have made a lot of sense. No, it was before the the miserable Fresno State game. But uh, let's not go down a UW rabbit hole. If you want UW stuff, check out previewing the Pokes with Josh Criswell. I hopped on with him as well. We don't want to talk about them anyway. Exactly, exactly. I hopped on with him and talked talked about the Pokes. So, you know, if you if you want Pokes, listen to that. We'll we'll stick to the high school stuff here. I know that you have you've been on the fence about who you think is going to win the state title. Do you see any changes now that the bracket has firmed up here? I mean, I could see an all orange state championship game, to be completely honest right now. Um, obviously, you can't count out any of these teams. But uh you know, East could still be Rock Springs if East advances and if Rock Springs advance advances uh east could be rock springs east is a really good team um sheridan obviously i'm not trying to count sheridan out i'm just saying i could see an atrona rock springs state championship game i'm definitely intrigued at the possibility of before we get to a rock springs natrona county state championship game i just i'd like to see nc win and who who they play in that second round, I think that would be an interesting game. 
we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't want to get too excited. Think, think ahead. NC has, has a game on Friday. So I'll, I'll let them take care of business against the bolts. And then we can really talk about potentially an NC state state championship game run at the very minimum. Well, I won't wait any longer. We had a lot of fun talking to Xander. It was a good interview. He talked about the identity of the tribe and just kind of some of the ups and downs that they've gone through this season. It's certainly been an interesting one and an unexpected one for Cheyenne Central. So enjoy this interview with Xander Jarosh, Central DB. All right, we got Xander Jarosh, a DB from Central on with us. We're really happy to have him. His tribe squad is headed on the road. They're headed up to Sheridan. They're going to try and pull off a major upset, eight versus one. Xander, you know, how are you feeling? How's it going? How's, how's Wednesday treating you? Uh, it's going great. Thanks for having me here. Uh, we just had a pretty long, intense practice, you know, getting ready for it. And then after we had some team bonding, we had a team dinner tonight, um, some parents put together. So, you know, we're all really coming together, feeling really good about this week. Um, we got a big test against Sheridan, number one team in the state. But, uh, you know, you said it, uh, it would be a pretty big upset um, in everyone else's minds. But in our minds, you know, uh, it's just another game if we win it. You know, we're expecting to go win. It's not It's not really an upset in our mind, just an upset on paper. So, you know, we're confident going into this game. We've got a good game plan. Our coaches have really, um, really been drilling us hard this week. I think the guys are, are ready to go and, you know, go pick up a W on Friday. I like that mentality. You said something in there. I'm, it's about dinner time when we're recording this, so I'm, I'm kind of hungry. So I got to know, what was, uh, what was on the menu for the team meal tonight? We had uh, – Burgers and hot dogs tonight. Uh, some of the parents were out grilling in the cold weather. So, you know, it was really fun to uh, go inside and eat some good food with the boys and just, you know, kind of relax a little bit in what's been a pretty hectic week, you know. But that's what, it, that's what it's all about, really. That's awesome. That's awesome. Burgers are going to come up here a little bit later. We'll get into <laughs> burgers again. But so let's talk football now. You guys – pull off the win last week you're heading you you're winning your you win and you're in in last week's scenario you know how good did it feel to just control your own destiny like that on friday you know uh it's interesting winning you're in um i said it uh last week you know we were just treating it like playoffs week early you know everyone else was you know they kind of had their destiny controlled except for seating and stuff like that and um, I think it was really good for us. We know we knew we were going to win that game, but we also knew, you know, if we don't win, this is this is our last shot. So I think it was good for us to kind of have that feeling because now with this week coming up, you know, Sheridan's getting that first playoff weekend, and we we're kind of already there. We're already used to it in our minds. You know, we're one and zero in the playoffs, and now we just have to be one and zero in the in the uh, quarterfinals. So you know, it was really good to go control our own destiny and pick up a win. I think especially just for the mindset side of it, because we're, we're really well prepared now because we know what it's like. Talking about your mindset, obviously it's been a rough season for you guys. Uh, definitely not um, what was expected. Uh, just been a rough season for you guys overall. But, you know, what does it say about your guys' mindset to just stay together the whole season. You guys are almost in every game, it seemed like, you know, um, just stay together every season and 
ultimately win when it really mattered. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of ups and downs this year, a lot of close games. Um, I think we've lost four one possession games this year. And so, you know, our record, our record doesn't really tell how good I think we are, but this whole time, you know, we've kind of been like united. We're like, guys, let's just get through this, you know? And one thing it's interesting about Wyoming in 4A, eight teams make it out of 10. So we're like, guys, we, we just got to get there. You know, we just got to get one of the seeds in the playoffs. And once we're there, you know, anything can happen now. Like I said earlier, we're not, we're not underdogs in our minds now. You know, I think that we had a really uh, inexperienced group coming in this year. And as the season's gone on and as we've gotten, you know, nine, nine more games of varsity experience, I think that that's really helped us. And that's given us a lot more confidence and feeling like we can finish out some of the games that we didn't finish out earlier in the year. Um, yeah. Has there been a certain glue guy? Has one guy stood out to you the most um, that's kind of, you know, just been a glue guy all season long and has kept you guys together? Has there, has there been a couple guys? Has it been all of you guys? I think that um, I think that Keegan Bartlett, our quarterback, and Jackson Lobatos, our, um, our running back, those two guys have really uh, held us accountable and kept us together. Those guys are both great leaders and uh, especially for both being juniors, both being, you know, underclassmen. I think those guys have really stepped up and embraced a role. And, you know, those guys, uh, they, they lead really well. They, you know, give some of the sophomores good examples. They give the juniors good examples. And I've, I even myself find, you know, learning stuff from these younger guys. They, um, I'd say that those guys are definitely blue guys, not just because of their talent on the field, but, you know, their presence in the locker room and all of that stuff. I feel like those guys have really, you know, gotten us to this point and they're, um, they've kind of pushed us to where we are now. We're ready to get rolling. You kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, you guys aren't underdogs. You don't see yourselves as underdogs going into this game. What's it going to take to pull out um, this win the first round of the playoffs? Well, we've got to limit turnovers. I remember in our first outing against them, we turned the ball over multiple times in that game. We lost the turnover battle. So uh, holding on to the ball, I think we've got really good offense. We, um, we were able to put up, uh, some good points on them when we played them. So I think if we hold on to the ball, uh, we have a good shot at outscoring them. And then also special teams. Um, that's been major drilling point, especially for uh, Sheridan, because last time we played them, we gave up the uh, kick return for a touchdown. And our coaches pointed it, uh, pointed it out to us. They had um, they won that game by 11 and they scored 11 more special teams points than we did. So I think that turnovers, first of all, and then special teams were really um, help us win this game. I think that we've spent a lot of time on it and practice this week and making sure we're really locked in and prepared on that side of the ball, just because, you know, it's really, it's really where guys who are unexpected to make big plays will make big plays. And that's what, that's what wins football games. And I think that's, what's going to um, give us an advantage this time uh, come around when we play Sheridan. And those are just mental mis mistakes, you know, uh, missing the, this new lane on a kickoff or uh, just a, a turnover, um, you know, and that's kind of what's haunted you guys a lot this year, right? Uh, just yeah. mental, small mental errors just at the wrong, the most inconvenient time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, the mental errors, special teams, turnovers, you know, all this stuff, all this stuff we can control. We truly don't feel like anybody is really – beaten us this year. We don't feel like it's not a talent thing. You know, uh, we've gotten in our own way a lot and we really just need to step over the line, you know, 
We just need to step over the line. We need to get locked in mentally. We can't uh, lose our minds. We can't freak ourselves out. We just, you know, have to stay locked in uh, all the time, stay balanced, don't get too high, don't get too low. And, you know, especially now with more experience as the year's gone on, I think that um, some of those mental miscues will, um, you'll see a decrease in those and, you know, we'll have, we'll be a lot more competitive and you guys will, I think you guys will see a pretty good game on Friday. You mentioned staying locked in, which is something you kind of have to do when you're going up against Sheridan. They run a lot of misdirection when they're on offense. How difficult is that for you to follow at DB? You know, um, it's it's challenging keeping your um, keeping your eyes out of the backfield. But what our coach says is, do your one eleventh. You know, I'm a DB. Um, my responsibility is pass. You know, so. I'm, I'm trusting my other 10 guys out there to do their one eleventh because we've got run guys. We've got outside run, inside run. I'm a pass guy. So I'm, I'm staying on pass until I know that it's a run and then I'm coming up. And usually by that time, my other guys have made a play for me. So, you know, as long as we're doing our one eleventh, I think that all the misdirection and stuff like that, that Sheridan runs, you know, we've got, we've got guys for that. So as long as we, we each do our own part, don't try to do too much. Uh, I think that, That'll give us a lot of success on the defensive side. Dom Katsas, a guy on on the Bronx, on Sheridan's team, is someone that Robert highlighted when I first went up there to go watch them. How difficult is he a matchup for you guys on the outside? You know, uh, he's pretty he's a pretty quick kid. He's a good kid out there. Um, but we really we really trust our guys. I said it's not it's not a talent thing. Obviously, they might have guys who got you know, step up and stuff like that. But our coaches are putting everyone in a position where they can be successful. So it's not, it's not really a one-on-one, you know, we've got, they've got this guy and he's going to be better than this guy. You know, we're all in a position where we can be successful. And like I said, as long as we do our one eleventh and we, we stay in the middle, um, that's going to give us success. And no matter what their personnel is, you know, the win last week obviously is a big win. We talked about it a little bit. I know it was against Laramie. Uh, but what does that do for your guys' confidence going into Friday's game? You know, I think it was a big confidence booster. Um, just games like that are a real test, you know, especially at the end of the year because it's finally everybody has played everybody. You know you know what all has gone on. And, you know, to be honest, I said we, we've gotten in our own way a lot and we, we didn't get in our own way in that game. And it's just, it's all about execution on both sides of the ball. I don't think it really matters who you play against as long as you execute and do your one eleven. So that gave us good confidence knowing that we can execute and we can do our jobs. And it, it really doesn't matter who we play, you know, uh, eight seed, one seed, it doesn't matter. Just as long as we execute, do our one eleventh. Um, I, I really could care less about who we're playing as long as um, I trust my guys and we're doing our jobs. Then I think that we'll be successful. I just noticed this. I don't know if this matters or not, but you're wearing a King's King ropes hat as we're uh-huh. doing this interview and you guys are headed up to Sheridan to take on Sheridan. Uh-huh. Is that part of the, uh, I don't care who we're playing. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going to come home. Mr. It, it has a central I mean, yeah. logo on it. I mean, right <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you I know what you're uh getting at, but yeah, this was this was actually uh, this was a fundraiser to support our uh girls basketball team. Okay. So I, I you know I can't say anything about the 
Sheridan hat right there. I just cared about the central logo right there. So, yeah. I didn't see the central – for people listening, I didn't see the central logo on the side yeah. until, uh, until Xander took it off there. Well, you know, it, it's going to be a, an epic game. It's certainly one that a lot of people are going to be looking forward to in terms of you guys really aren't an eight seed. I mean, you've been in a lot of these games, and you guys – have a lot of talent. It's something that I've noticed when I've seen you guys play a couple times here. What do you think is the identity of this team? You know, I think that our seniors are really going to carry us no matter where we go. Um, I think that's true with any high school program. And I mentioned our, our inexperience, you know, we've, we lost a lot of seniors last year. We lost, you know, Andrew Johnson, Carl Lobatos, the Storbo twins. And um, those guys have been playing varsity for three years, and this is most of our guys' first varsity experience. And I think that um, that was kind of their identity, was kind of being cast in the shadows behind that uh, 2021 class. But I think that it's finally our time to shine. And, you know, I don't think that we want to be overlooked just as a class in general. That's kind of the way that it's felt from the class of 2022. We're finally getting um, our opportunity and, you know, that's really motivated us. That's what I think a lot of guys want to show, not just to, you know, go beat the number one seed. I think that there's a lot of um, personal uh, challenges that they're trying to overcome this week. So that's kind of what I think our identity is, is, you know, we've been overlooked. So now uh, we're, we're going to draw more attention to ourselves with the way that we play. We're going to make people um, recognize us, you know. No doubt. No doubt. Recognize the tribe, folks recognize them well we like to we like to ask everybody this question we'll wrap it up here you got a burger in front of you uh-huh. okay it's going to be the xander Jarosh burger you can put anything on the burger what's what's going on your burger uh my dad makes it for me all the time uh it's called the breakfast burger so it's uh hamburger cheese he'll put fried egg he'll put bacon and then we'll either put hash browns on it or to the side. So that's a breakfast burger. That's my favorite burger. That's my go-to. My dad always makes it for me. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Robert's about to talk to Stu Lairwick, who also brought up a breakfast burger on the podcast. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Xander, good luck on Friday. Xander Jarosh from Central, a DB. He's going to be looking to lock up Sheridan and uh, come home with victory. Good luck on Friday, and thanks for coming on the pod. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Central defensive back Xander Jarosh. We certainly did. I, I mean, after it was over, I texted Robert, holy crap, that was a great interview. That was It was a really good time talking to Xander. He had a lot of good things to say, a lot of insight into the tribe. Certainly – Makes you a little bit more confident in Central if they've got guys like that leading the team up to Sheridan into a playoff game like that. So, you know, looking forward to that one. Looking forward to NC Thunder Basin, of course. Looking forward to East Campbell County. Just, I think all four games are pretty good games. Should be interesting results. Excited. I know there's going to be an upset. So, I'm intrigued to see who that upset will be. Central seems like the most likely team to pull off the upset. They're, they're the most likely to do something crazy, really throw everything through a loop. So That'll send everything in a frenzy, right? That would be pretty crazy. 
definitely a frenzy. Good word for it. A little Friday night frenzy. Well, hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Really appreciate everybody who has been listening, subscribing, sharing the pod. We certainly enjoy doing this every week. If you want to throw us a few shekels, never hurt anybody. Really appreciate everybody who's done that so far. If you want to follow myself on Twitter at Mr. David Graff or follow Robert, much better follow, especially on Friday nights. He's got all the updates from whatever game he's at. He'll be at Pine Bluffs. Once not really. Again. Yes, really. I'm not very active. I don't tweet. He's very <laughs> active when it comes to game day. Very active. Don't let him talk you out of it. Follow him at Armunoz307. One more time. Holding it down for the Cowboys State at our Munoz 307. Shout out to Shakewell for the music. We'll talk to you next week. Baby